0: The next stop is Knickerbocker Avenue. Yeah. Uh
1: huh. It's Fortune 500. Uh huh. I burn his production. That's right. And we're repping for the New York <laughs> Knicks. Yeah. All live from the Garden, the Knicks game starting. The blue and the orange, the best spot starting. Regardless
2: of the score, all large margin. We're coming for a win. Uh, bound and astounded. In, we push push run the whole city, ain't no competition. for uh-huh. from Patrick to Willis, Fraser to Strickland. The next generation, we carry on tradition. Year after year, season after season. Arena full of fans, screaming out defense. Play off intensity, got our hearts beating. The sneakers keep squeaking. Hear the heart breathing. Ball pushing through the net. play place tastes like vibing with the vets. The coaches need a fight. i on, all headed with a The players by the... Yeah. It's all about respect, I ain't taking any flight. No. A piece of the apple, i about to take a bite. i right. about to take a ride, i new height. This is our year, future real bright. Right. Shining real
1: bright like the New York City light. the
0: Nickelbacker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Welcome one, welcome all to the Nickelbacker Avenue Fan Forum. Playoffs continue. Uh, I'm, your, I'm your main man, Nickelbacker Ave, the next meeting assassin, the infamous one, whatever they want to call me this week. Steve, my compadre, my Bleed Blue brother, how you doing, brother?
1: This is Azul. What's up, Av? This is Azul. I am him. I got that Austin Reed's energy. So, yeah, you call me Steve Azul, a.k.a. I am him. I am K-G-Y-R. Shout-outs to you, Av. What's up, man? We got Don with us. got Mr. Live with us. Talk some Knicks. Get to probably some other matches later on in this episode. But uh, you're Knickerbockers, man. Uh, got a split and did the job in Cleveland. Could they hold? Man, let me ask you this question, Av. Does sure. home court really, really matter in the grand scheme of things? That's kind of how we, as fans, knew what the NBA was twenty years ago. Because usually you had to be very good at home, or it was kind of required. These teams, even our team, they're better on the road than they're at home. So, does it really, really matter at the grand scheme of things? Uh, you know, to, to, to when, be to we, be honest, yeah. To be
0: honest with you, um, I don't think that it does. Um, with the way the players move around from, you know, from, from team to team, city to city, and things of that sort, and they have the following that they have. And, you know, it seems like every player has, like, their own following and their own brand. Um, it really doesn't matter where the game is being played. Now, in certain instances, home court advantage is a very, very big hot commodity, especially when we're talking about a championship on the line. Obviously, if you're going into a game seven of the NBA Finals or the Conference Finals, you wanted to have it at home in front of your fans, in front of your people, um, you know, to add to the to the extra energy. But these days, home court, home field really doesn't matter as much. I, mean, I know in football it definitely does, but in but everywhere else, I don't. Maybe, and I'm pretty sure that in hockey it still does too, but. Since everything is the same, it's the same dimensions. It's not like in baseball where the dimensions change. Um, so to answer your question, I don't think it does anymore. Um, you know what? I really want to hear Dom's point of view on that one.
1: Yeah, let's ask them all. Dom, Mr. Live is with us as well. We'll bring them all. Dom, what up, man? How you doing? Bring on Mr. Live. and What's up, sir? Just quick hello, and then we'll go right back to you. How you doing, sir?
3: Good evening, Stephen. Good evening, gentlemen. Let's roll. All right,
1: cool. The great Mr. Live is with us. What's up, Mr. Live? How you doing, man? Well, what's good, people?
4: What's good? Let's get it, man. We got that
1: split. Right. Let's go. All right, all right. So uh, go ahead. I, I have, uh, feel free if you want to ask Dom that same so, question that I kind of posed to you, and anything else, and how do you feel about, I guess, the first two games, all right? We'll
0: start there. Right. So, 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 so let's so let's start off with the first question, the, the, the hot topic of, the, of of the show, um, Dom. Does home court even matter anymore? considering how road records and home records, you know, you know, kind of play into it. Does home court even matter anymore? to you?
3: To a degree? Yes. Because honestly, I would not want my team playing game seven on the road. It may happen. It might even happen this year. I just don't like it. And to be honest, Again, when you look at I know people are trying to avoid this elephant in the room, but <laughs> Golden State was eleven and thirty on the road this year. Hence the reason they was a sixth seed. And have they won a road game in the playoffs so far? No. No. Everybody thought it was a fad. Oh, they'll get it together, they'll get it together. Eleven and thirty. They ended the season eleven and thirty and lost their first two playoff games on the road. Which, in all actuality, now makes them eleven and thirty-two. It becomes harder, guys, when we say, "Okay, it don't matter," but now you're down two games to nothing, and you you want to kind of sort of steal home court by at least getting one. But if you only won eleven games on the road and you lost your first two in the playoff, I don't know. Home team, home court advantage has definitely been. I mean, I don't know. This this first round, who's won a road game? The Knicks? The Lakers? The Clippers?
1: Miami? The the Heat?
3: Miami, that's due to Greek freak being hurt. But, yeah. So, four out of what? 16? Not 16 teams. Not bad. But, again, guys, my whole notion is I don't want to play a game seven on the road. As good as the Knicks road record has been, I, I just don't trust that. I don't trust the energy of the crowd. You know, you get down, the crowd gets up. Now you're steady climbing up that hill. I, I don't know, fellas. I, I prefer to say it still does matter, but we'll, we'll see. The Clippers? I mean, again, not many teams have won. <laughs> the Clippers? How are you to. You know, and yeah,
0: then they, they lost did, the next one, right? But actually. but getting that split, getting that split actually does help them out a lot. you know, going back to going back to yeah. whatever they're calling the name. The, it, it, it does help stealing one on the road and 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 in a sense getting the home you know home court advantage you know back in your favor. Considering that you know, who, you know the, the quality of the opponent, you know it, I, I don't know. Like for, like for me, I kind of like. I'm a little fifty-fifty on that one. Sometimes it matters. A lot of the times, it doesn't really seem like it does. But you know what? Let's pass. Let's throw the rock to, to Mr. Live. Mr. Live, how you doing? Um,
2: what's your take? Um, you know, again, I, I, I you know, it's not with not with these pseudo fans. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, you know. Um, Granted, you might have more diehards in the playoffs, you know, um, at at your respective uh, stadiums or you know at, at your at the courts or whatever. But um, I think in, in what we're talking about now in this series, I think whatever whatever and whatever game is played, it helps the inexperienced players to be home, right? I mean, because you look at you look at the way. Let's just take I, you know, and I know Cat's is going to bring it up later, but you you look at how our younger players are playing, man. Aside from maybe Obi, man, they. I was gonna, I was getting ready to call this. You know what I'm saying before we started on, on Frank Ntilikina 2.0, because it's like everybody in, in the headlights. Everybody looks like you know, like all the young cats. I'm glad um, Randall was not looking like like he did in the last playoff series. He's always been a little erratic, but he played like crap the first game. Quickly, crap, Grimes, crap. So I think being back at the Garden, you know, having having, and the Garden is going to be wow, man. Let's 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 talk about how how, how the Cavs just just killed themselves with that with that flagrant foul. I mean, the New York has going to be out for blood, man. If you think think New York hate hate Trey um Trey Young, how about how about uh Jared Allen, <laughs> looking like Richard Pryor. You understand what I'm saying? Like they gonna kill him, right? So, so I think <laughs> all that love, and all of that, all, all of that, that, that angst is gonna help. You know, them three players in particular play a little bit more comfortable. So, yeah, I, I think you know, um, us gaining that that split is a is a is a godsend. Like you know, I, again, um, y'all yeah, hit on it earlier, man. We I don't, I don't trust Game 7 in Cleveland. I don't. Not, not after yesterday's game where they let the wrestling match go on. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm like, how many, how many bloody tissues did we see yesterday? Come on, B. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, and we'll go back to you, Steve, on that one because um, let's talk about it. Game 1, Knicks win, 101-97, um, behind a strong outing from Jalen Brunson, who scored 27. Um, he also had two assists and, um, and a couple of rebounds. Um, Julius Randle came back, 19 points in 34 minutes, um, 10 rebounds. Typical Julius Knight. Um, and, you know, aside from, you know, the rest of the team, the only other notable um, Nick player who did well in game one was Josh Hart, who had 17 and 10 rebounds. Uh, on the Cleveland side, it was pretty much only Donovan Mitchell with 38 and eight assists. Um what did you see in Game One that you really liked? What didn't you? What you hoped, you know, to to, to to see that we didn't get to see in Game Two, and how do we come back and bounce back in Game Three um, at the Garden on Friday night?
1: Okay, to answer your question um, first, if I had to pick which game I wanted to win in Cleveland between Games One and Games Two as a Knicks fan, it was definitely Game One. Because why? It was a long it was a long way between games one and games two, I think Knicks fans went crazy Saturday night when they won that first game. You know, that was a great, uh, very good slew of games Saturday. Well, actually, it got better as the night went. Uh, The Knicks had the best game of the night up until that Kings and Warriors game one on Saturday. So I'm glad we got to win Saturday. And it felt or it looked like from afar because I didn't really – I watched the Knicks game and I went back to rewatch what I thought I saw. And I saw what Mr. Live had hit me up when I was doing the Rangers podcast yesterday after the Rangers game. And, you know, I saw how it kind of got bloody. But the ebb and flow of that game, uh, especially in the second quarter, it looked like he got away. Um, obviously, Cleveland needed it more than the Knicks. So I kind of look at it, at it like that. That was a big game one win. And I think that gave a – I mean, I, you're starting to see a lot of bandwagon Knicks fans come out of the Woolworths. At the Saturday Ooh. night, <laughs> I mean, Ooh. Mr. Live was even saying that no more crispy jerseys, man. We don't, you know. We, as a matter of fact, Live throughout the rest of this episode, if you don't mind, we, we need a, a full list of non-crispy jerseys, Muchinoris. Norris. Uh, Got it. Uh, uh Ronaldo <laughs> Bachman, uh, uh, Gerald Wilkins Eddie Lee yeah, Corey yeah, yeah. Sparrow, yeah, yeah. Lewis Orr. Yeah, we'll, 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 just start, we'll just start saying names throughout the rest of this episode. You he get the drift. Uh, the point mm-hmm. is, uh, as the answer to answer your question. Um, that game won Jalen Brunson, Batman Brunson. You already know, Dom, like, of the, uh, the, the the DC comic stuff. We know, you know, the, you know the, the, with the names, uh, Batman was Batman, man. In game one, and Josh Hart was amazing in game one. The Villanova, the Villanova Cats, you know, they carried us. And Randall had a huge rebound, and Grimes had the free throws, the nail it. I mean, that was fantastic close to the game. But obviously, Cleveland needed it more than, than than we did because they would have been down to two nothing. So, obviously, I think the Knicks kind of looked at it like that for to an extent. Uh, they actually, you know, a good first quarter, but things got out of the hand out of the second quarter, and the Knicks was like, ah, whatever, we're going back home. That's how I, That's kind of how I took the game from afar, because I didn't really watch it throughout. I just kind of went back, re, you know, fast-forwarded here or there, saw some of the muffles and grinds yeah. bleeding at the mouth. I said, all right, whatever, man. Uh, let's get, it, get these cats in game three. And game three is pretty much – Execute, go through Jalen Brunson and, J- and Julius Randle. Uh, that's, that's the game plan. And make sure everybody's healthy. Um, and then, <laughs> obviously, uh, you know, Garland kind of got off a little bit in game two. You may want to slow that a little bit down while trying to contain Donovan Mitchell. Uh, remember, Karis LeVert ne- ne- not down a couple of shots, too. Remember, I told you, he he's one of these cats that he'll sneak up some points on you, you know. And I think they try to up his minutes in that Cleveland rotation, because he's capable of being a, a decent Robin, a decent, I'm not saying a very good Robin, like Devin, Devin Booker. I'm talking about Karis LeVert is underrated, in my opinion. I want to get down and lies, and even your opinion on Karis LeVert's role with the uh, with the Cavs. Uh, so that's my thoughts.
0: Well, um, to, to, you know, to, to just to um, put it into into retrospect, Karis LeVert only scored three points in game one, in game two, much better. Um, he took it, you know, he, he definitely stepped up. Um, he, he scored 24 points, four rebounds, three assists. So, Dom, to you now, mm-hmm. what did you see out of Cleveland um, in Game 2 that was different than in Game 1? Because obviously, the, and, and it's exactly what Steve said, um, there was a bunch of, like, bandwagoners that jumped in after, after Saturday's um, victory And, you know, we had had cats on Twitter and all over the place, you know, calling for a sweep already. And I'm like, "Mm, let's slow our roll. Game one, game two, what did the the Cavaliers do? And what did they need to do to, you know, to to try to get a split here at the Garden for three and four?
3: Well, the, the one thing they did is they dominated the whole game, which takes me back to what Steve said. Yes, it was great to steal that first game. You thought you had some sort of momentum. And I would still say they would have had a little momentum if they would have lost by eight, nine points, but they got blown out. The game wasn't close. It wasn't competitive. I think if I'm not mistaken, Cleveland had them in almost every category. Tarris LeVert turns into Jerry West. He averages 12 points throughout the season. He gets 20 something points in one game. Uh, Garland became Garland guys. I mean, Whatever miscues he had in game one, he corrected them for game two. And that's something we didn't do. Even with a win, guys, we still have that elephant in the room. And that elephant is R.J. Barrett. He is – he me and Steve joke about this all the time. He's probably two steps away from being Alfred. He, He lost the Alfred Mantle. Let's just keep it up. Either either,
1: either
3: Josh Hart, Emmanuel Quickly, Quentin Grimes, one of them could be an Alfred tonight. He is becoming – I hate to say this, guys, but I'm going to end this quick because I'm I'm really tired of all the R.J. nutcases. I love the kid he's a dick, but it is what it is. You know, when are we going to get off he's 22 years old? Let's look at this. 300-plus games, four seasons and we're still saying he's 22. Mm -hmm. Did you know Evan Mobley is 21 years old, and he has improved his game every year up until where he's at right now. He's 21 Mm -hmm. with four years in the league. We don't hear that. We don't hear Evan Mobley's only 21. We don't hear Garland's only 23, just turned 23. We don't hear this. We always hear the 22 after R.J. Barrett we we got to stop. It's sort of, it's sort of like lowering our standards, guys. If I'm not mistaken, he's like 10 for 33, 1 for 10, something bizarre from the field in these two games so far. I think it's time, and it's no knock. This is the part that people don't understand. It's not a knock against somebody when you're giving straight facts.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
3: everybody wrote Julius Randle's ass for a year. And he came back and played the way he's playing, and they'll still find something wrong with how mm-hmm. he played and how he's playing. But we'll say, R.J. Barris, 22 years old. All right. mm. it's, it's, sad. it's sad to think, guys, because he's a Nick. We love him. <laughs> I just don't think he can accept the role. Somebody whispered in his ear that he was going to be the man on this team, and he actually took that to heart. And thought, I'm being slighted. I'm being shortchanged. First it was Randall. Now it's Brunson. Again, me and Steve have these conversations all the time. Somebody got to fill up the car. Somebody got to get Batman's uniform. Somebody got to motivate Robin. That's Alfred. Everybody has an Alfred. (laughs) If you you can't play the Alfred role, then I don't know what other role you could play. Because, again, He's slipping off the Alfred, guys. I mean, me, again, I don't want to beat this. Me and Steve talk about this all the time. <laughs> and every time we talk about it, it seems to get worse. So maybe we should leave it alone for the betterment of the team. Back to what we actually said. Again, guys, it was great to steal game one, but to get our head handed in game two, let's hope that that uh, motivation and that 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 killing in that game, don't carry over to the next game. Because you got to remember, guys, it took us probably 75% of the season for us to get our wins over losses at home. We Mm. were a much better team on the road than we Mm. were at home. So Mm. let's, let's, you know, pump our brakes. Let's hope they didn't steal all the thunder and they carry that over to game three. We got a lot of adjustments to make, guys. Let's just let's just say that. And I, th- I think we'll, I think we'll do it. I still have the in six. So, so far, so good.
0: All right. Thank you very much. Now, now Mr. Lotto, I, I want to throw some numbers to you. Uh, in game mm-hmm. two, the Cleveland Cavaliers were a plus seven in the boards. They were a plus five in, in the paint and you, you know, they were a plus 10 in assists. Um, what do you, how do you, how do you, if um, you combat that, if you're the Knicks, considering, you know, you were, you know, you pretty much dominated the the, the points in the paint and you control the rebounds in game one, in game two, you, like, like Dom just said, we got our asses handed to us. What do we do in game three, you know, to, to remedy that? And who do you, like, who do you look for to do that?
3: Mm.
2: Um, okay. So, so, I don't think it's a who, it's a it's a a how, it's a it's a how, right? Because all we talking about the only adjustment in the last two games that that kind of counted, except for uh, Donovan Mitchell being a very crafty play desperate, and, and and they won the game. Dog, I mean, I mean, if anybody look at the flagrant foul, man, that was that was. Third, late third quarter, almost fourth. They were not playing. Now if you could argue whether it was a basketball play or not. That damn sure wasn't no basketball play to me. But still, give them the insight, right? To go and, and even Vickerstaff staff was like, I, you know, "I, And I think he killed himself with it. You know, he was like, "No, that was a basketball play. That 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 that, that was a fair." You want, Your coach is telling you that that's a, a fair basketball play. If that's the happening, he got day battery charged. Okay, so that's what we have to worry about. I'm not worrying about anything else. And, 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 and in truth, I don't even think the Cavs can sustain this, uh, this three more, you know what I'm saying, a uh, 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 two or seven game series. Because, again, if you really look at what he did yesterday, he cut his rotation and damn near six, right? Yeah, Jetty Osmond was not – pro- you know, he, he only played about 20, 25 minutes. You understand what I'm saying? Karras LeVert played all the minutes on 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 Brunson, right? And and, and again, as, as, as Steve alluded to, Brunson. I mean, a uh, uh, Karras LeVert is a chuck. Hurt many a team, kill many a team. So he's actually falling back over here with that little twelve um thing he averaged or you know, whatever the case may be. But even with that, um, they cut that they cut that 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 rotation back to to a fellow a, a seven, right? A, a six and a half. And they beat us handily on the boards. So I'm thinking again, the energy at the garden, right, with the flavor of cells and the bloody napkins and all of that, right? Is and the and the comfort I hope um quick most of all because we, we talk about how, how bad Quick is looking, quick is looking like Nikita, you know what I'm saying? Looking like Frankie headlights. We told we are not talking about that. So I'm hoping that energy is what brings us back to our legally lead, lead, lead uh, 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 dominating offensive boards in the next game, like we did in the first game. I I think it's I, I think we get back right back to where we started when we go back to the guard. So I you know that's me. All right. Thank you very much. Steve, I got
0: a I got a question for you directly. Where was Quentin Grimes and Mitchell Robinson in Game Two? Where were they? I
1: guess it's good. I, I was actually going to bring that up because I was looking at he only had five rebounds and he only played 20 minutes. So what was the use or what was the purpose? Um, Grimes kind of has a, a role in okay playing defender on Garland or yeah. most of the times on Donovan Mitchell. So. It's kind of quite understandable if in instances of not getting the offensive production, if his main assignment is pretty much just to neutralize Donovan Mitchell, so I can give that a pass. But yeah, Mitchell Rob, Listen, you already know how I feel about Mitchell Robinson, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I got to take deep breaths inside because I see... Not every center in the in, in the world develop an offensive game. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because we could spend a whole off season on that. The point is, he's not going to give you the offensive production, and if he's not showing up on the glass, it's like why bother? You know what I'm saying? So your your question is as good as mine. <laughs> so if you're not going to get the offense, where the hell was the 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 12, 14, 16 rebounds? Like why why did he only? You got to I'm I'm asking you directly, Mister Nickelbacker. Why did he only play 21 minutes? I don't know the answer to that. What, what, what's well, the answer? Um,
0: oh, well, the only answer that I can give you is that Hartenstein Hardenstein, I um, played him, and he he, he got because he got the other twenty-seven, and in those twenty-seven minutes, he did score four points, got seven rebounds and five assists. I mean, and he also you know tacked on some you know some hard fouls, um, you know, to put them at the line and and and, and you know and, and give the Knicks and make the the Cavs try to earn their points, you know, on the charity strike. But but um, to be honest with you, that's the reason I'm asking. Because Mitchell Robinson, you know, he was pretty good in game one. And, I mean, he, he didn't light up the scoreboard like he never does, but he does, you know, fill in that box score, you know, with those rebounds, those blocks, and those extra, uh, you know, the extra effort on, on the yep. offensive glass to keep um, possessions alive. But you didn't see any of that in game two. Allen was eating him up. And it seemed like... It seemed it seemed like to me like in almost every possession there was three Cavs down you know down low you know ready to scoop up the, the rebound and Robinson is always out of place and you know that's why we were getting yeah.
2: you know
0: we were getting our lunch money stolen you know pretty much you know on on every possession um, and it kind of like really irritated me because I'm looking at Robinson most specifically. I wasn't looking at Grimes much because you're right; he does have the you know the, you know the, the tough task of having to deal with Garland or with Mitchell or you know and even Lavert at, at times you know depending on, on if they're playing the switch. But man, Robinson, and, and I mean, and it's, at the same time, it's like I want to get on Randall you know to you know, you know to probably eat up some more rebounds. But at the same time, he is coming off that ankle injury. So I'm not right, expecting right. him to, you know, to, 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 you know, to be attacking like crazy. But Dom, am I crazy for, you know, for, for, for pointing this out, or, or, you to me?
1: before you go to Dom, a quick point, and like, I mean, this is something I think we discussed before the series, and Dom. Alluded to it as far as the impact of Mobley and Allen in the middle, and what kind of Mitchell Robinson defensive rebounder we're going to get. I mean, you got you saw that Josh Hart had more rebounds than Mitchell Robinson in Game One, man. So I don't, I'm not big yeah. on Mitchell like everybody else is. I just don't get it because if you're that tall, like you should be killing it in today's NBA without all this physicality. You know what I'm saying? As far as you know, you know flagrant fouls and all that. Like he should be killing it. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you know, it's a very great question, but you already know where I stand. Like, I don't ha- – I'm not big on Mitch like everybody else is. Like, because the development is not there. So – and it's, a, it's unfortunate because I did see a lot of easy dunks by the Cavs uh, in game two. Yeah, That was disturbing to watch in that second quarter.
2: Well, yeah, yeah.
1: because
0: they
2: also and, did control the, the points in the paint. What was that last? And, nah, uh, it was another thing, man. I, You know, they they, they sagging off of him crazy. They not because he's yeah. not looking at the basket at all, right? The Hardenstein at least got a, a little threat. If he see the lane open, he's gonna take it. And and they scout reports will say that even even though he don't, he, it's not a main uh part of his utility belt. You know what I'm saying? I I literally saw Robinson have the lane three times last night. Maybe two. Let's, let's say let's say two. When he's sitting around trying to trying to you know go around that that little loopy loop they do you know what I'm saying, on, on the high end, but he's not looking at the court. And, 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 and they, they lagging in the paint, in and out the paint for that three seconds, and they can't get nothing hot. This is why JR is not. I mean, RJ is not open, but the paint is is flooded because they playing off of him. They, slap, they slacking off of him. He has, he has nothing to count. Nothing to count. So it's almost like Chris Dudley and in the pay four against on on defense I mean on offense is four against five.
1: That's a nice plug. That's a nice plug on another uh no crispy jersey another jersey
0: That's it. No number fourteen people, no number fourteen. I'm sorry.
3: Crazy.
1: man. as Dom is would you rather have Miles Turner for a series like this if they are leaving Mitch this wide open? Ooh. <laughs> uh, uh,
3: wow. Let, let, let let's let's be honest guys. All four of us, me, Av, and and uh Steve go back a long way. But uh, all right, all four of us right now have known each other and been doing this since Mitchell Robinson been in the NBA. Yeah. Every year mm-hmm. we say the same yep. Let's yep. let's 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 do the crispy jersey. If Mitchell Robinson was even a third of Marvin Webster, we might be okay. Huh? But Eddie <laughs> Lee Wilkins, <laughs> yeah, again, guys, again, we're, 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 we We sound, we sound redundant hey, hey, Dom, Dom. when we even talk about even Cartwright's ugly. At, Cartwright's ugly as yes. what Was going in. Every, <laughs> Come on, every, Mitch. What did Come I, on, Mitch. What did I say? What did I say? Not long ago, Mitchell Robinson reminds me of a quarterback. That's running the wishbone offense or he's taking a knee at the end of the game because he gets the ball, he spins, he hands it off. He sets the ball, he spins, he pitches it out. He's like a wishbone quarterback in the NBA. <laughs> Instead of him doing that, faking the pass, maybe trying to go to the basket, I'm not saying he's going to turn into Patrick Ewan, but if you don't do it, we'll never know if you can do it. So again, guys, four years. We've been saying the same thing for four years, guys. Remember, it, remember, these videos, guys, him, him shooting threes and yeah, yeah, going through the legs, mad dribbles, yeah. all that handles. The... Hey, he he made. I saw that. I saw that video. I thought No, I saw that. He I I saw that video. Saw to the got one for every year. That.
2: Steve, he got one for every year. Stop doing it. Every 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 he got he got three of them.
3: It was between double. him. It was between yeah, exactly. It was between him and Carmelo Anthony. You seen Carmelo Anthony in all season right. working out, looking, looking like yeah, looking like uh, Barry Sanders. Five weeks into the season, Mello looking like the Michelin Man. You know, so I, <laughs> I stopped with the I stopped with the YouTube videos, man. I couldn't do it no more. But again, guys, four years, four years, man. not one go to move. What do, what do, I'll be honest, guys, and I'll stop. What do we expect? What do we actually expect from him offensively? Really, I, honestly, somebody man. answer me because I can. Well hey, I'm not what, expecting the, the,
1: the, the, to see, uh, Go ahead,
0: go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, no, no, like, go ahead, I don't expect anything. I don't expect anything offensively. But at least, at least, I'm not expecting him to be Patrick Ewing, but at least give me Marcus Camby. You know, at least a little yeah. bit of freaking rebounds, a little, a little bit of blocking. You know, plug up the middle, be a, de- be a deterrent. I want to see the three seconds being called on him every now and then, just so I yeah. know that he's there.
1: Yeah. Right, right, like, right.
0: I, I mean, no, no, you no, know, I would even because, I'll like him to take a couple of charges.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. if he, if he, if he's not giving you no offense, he should literally be giving you 18, 20 boards easily. He's, he's that tall. You should be cleaning up the glass. Like, you gotta dominate at something. Like if you if you're not gonna give one end of the uh the, the uh the court like offense, you gotta be eighteen twenty 20 rebounds a night. You gotta dominate. You gotta earn like that contract, you gotta get your value for that,
2: man. My my thing is like when you was on when you was on Twitter, what was you complaining about them not involving you in the offense? What offense do you got? Right? I mean because again i I would I would I would easily score six if They leaving me the open like that. Like, like like yesterday's game was atrocious. Now mind you, you know what I'm saying. He was he tried his hardest to to to, to get them two boys or or for them boards, man. But they was they was monstrous on yesterday, man. You know what I'm saying. Aside from that, he he scored nothing. He he nothing to be an offensive threat. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I would rather have Sims in there, but you know what?
0: You, you know like, what's crazy though, though. Live, live. Here's the crazy part: is that none of us, we we, we can say full honesty. None of us are six, eleven, seven feet tall like Mitchell Robinson, but every one of us can probably play his minutes and produce yes. the same amount yes. of you know of what he did in game two. And we can we can all rebound the ball. Shit, Guys get rebounds on accident. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and and it looked like to me like last night all he was getting was those those excuse me rebounds instead of him actually attacking the glass like he like he did in game right. one and so right. I'm thinking to myself all right okay so we so we got the split in Cleveland but come on now wouldn't you re, wouldn't you be feel better going home up 2-0 instead of you know going going back into game three and you know have to play a a, a pendulum game you, you know in, in a in a sense, in a such situation where. You know, you're better on the road. You, you, have, a, you, you have a couple of excuse me's in, you know, at Madison Square Garden, even with the fan base being what it is. I mean, come on now. Any one of us could have freaking got five boards and two points and, 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 and would have fouled Jared Allen six times. We could have yeah, at least fucking you know, left a, a couple of bruises on the Jazz or
2: something.
3: You know what I've developed? Have, I, I learned, and believe me, it's hard from because of my background. I learned that I need to lower my standards which is hard, Mm -hmm. guys, trust me. But Mm -hmm. i learned to lower my standards, and I've learned it by watching two guys on this team, Mr. Robinson and R.J. Barrett. I got to the point, like what Steve was saying, he should get us 20 rebounds. You know what? If you got us 10, 12, I'd be happy. R.J. Barrett, we don't need you to score 20 points on 19 shots. Give us 14, 15 points a night. Shoot at least 40%. Don't shoot yeah. no more threes, yeah. please, until until yeah. Jesus parts the Red Sea. Don't don't shoot no more threes. For the love of God, for the love of team, don't even attempt a three. But I learned to lower my standards so that I don't get so pissed off anymore. I don't expect to, Mitchell Robinson to get 20 rebounds. I don't expect RJ Barrett to score 30 points. I just want all to give me a little of this and a little of that. Because we have that kind of team, guys, where, again, Look at game one. Josh Hart, probably the new Alfred, 17 points, 10 rebounds. That's more than we expected. So, again, if you lower your standards, if they exceed your standards, we're golden. We're golden. This guy's coming off the bench getting 17 and 10. And we got starters can't do that. We got centers that can't do that. Mm -hmm. Really? So, again, I learned over the years, and, again, talking to you guys, but I gotta lower my standards to help my sanity. So, so if somebody exceeds them, I'm winning. I'm golden. But if they don't, you know, I'm like, okay, I wasn't expecting that much. So yeah,
2: you again, know what's The problem with that. You know Robinson. The problem you know with that. Dumb? There's a problem with that. Though.
3: Down six points. That's all. Yeah, there's I a problem with
2: Robinson.
0: But, you see, there's a problem with that, you know, with lowering the expectation too much because, you know, I'm the same way as you. You know, we're both military guys, so, we, so you know how, we, you know, that we have specific expectations and we have specific, um, you, know, you know, things that, you know, that, that freaking grind our gears. I'm the kind of guy that's saying, well, I'm not going to continue to lower my expectations because then at what point are you really worth the $15 million that, you know, that, um, that, that Leon Rose gave you? I'm, I'm trying to – I'm still trying to make sense of that because, you know, and I hate to go back into retrospect, but if you, if, you, if you go back to, to, to last offseason when we were really in the hunt for Donovan Mitchell and he was one of those, you know, those key pieces that, you know, that was being talked about a lot, and then we extended him. Then they were talking about R.J. Barrett, and then we extended him. And I'm still trying to figure out, okay, Why? If, if, you, if, if they're just going to produce the same old, you, you know, the same old you're going to get 19 points on 19 shots from R.J. Barrett, and you're going to get, you know, one game he's going he's to give you 12 rebounds, the next game he's going to give you four. I mean, come on now. That's, you know, this is the playoffs we're talking about. And, and, and you can't expect, you know, the bench to continue to bail out, considering Emmanuel Quickly has, has had a horrible series so far. He hasn't even gotten going yet. And Ooh. Holy Toppin, for the love of God, Please, for the love of God, I, I don't. Can somebody? Hell, we saw Miles McBride play three minutes in, in, in last night's game for crying out loud. So, so I should just tell you something. I should just tell you that even with Jalen Brunson in foul trouble in Game One, we, you know, you can do some things. But if you don't show up to the plate, if you don't step up, like we've been saying all season long, if you don't step up, we're gonna be in these in these quagmires constantly. But that's neither here nor there um anything else guys you, you you want to talk about this about this series before we move um, on to the next one
1: well, hold on before we do that uh i've got the Nickinator with us Nickinator on twitter is joined the conversation uh we, oh, hey, shit. We we're talking about mitch, mitch, mitch Robinson <laughs> and rj baird and you know what matter of fact i i was telling the guys Nickinator, like listen i'm cool with the split man like if if i and if i had to pick between which game i wanted to split it would have been game one because i did not want to go Saturday night into Sunday with a loss. We got a win, so we knew Cleveland had the pressure. They did what they needed to do, so I'm kind of cool with the split. Uh, matter of fact, I don't, are you guys cool? all cool with the split, or you really wanted both the games? Like, I mean, I'm cool with the split. I mean, you get the I'm two cool with can, but, I'm
2: cool. I'm, I'm very good with the split. I'm with right, it.
1: Yeah, me, yeah, I'm cool.
4: I'm all right. I'm all right. I'll live. <laughs> I'm in the, uh, i I'm, I'm in the I camp. I'm very much in the eye camp. I'm almost not alright with it
1: not all right with it
4: no can you guys hear me
1: yeah 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 tell us why. why the the easiest
4: thing to say is that we split and we were on the road and it was good it was a good thing right and it is a good thing but the the thing that bothered me and this is just my thing like right? this is just my thing there were games during the season that uh and you guys mentioned that you follow me on twitter so you know my shenanigans on there but at a point i was just I saw that 50 wins was possible for this team, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: there were things that happened, and I'll, and I'll just mention an example. The Hornets game. This is a game that we should have won, right? We easily fell into that trap game mode and, and gave up that, that game that, again, I felt that we should have won. That that thing, whatever you call that thing, I'm going to use the word complacency, we were comfortable in giving up that game, and we did, is what happened last night, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. that at all. You talk about the Bulls back in the day, and and you saw the intensity that they had. You talk about the more recent Golden State Warriors. And, of course, those are two super talented teams that went on two amazing runs. But the example of those two teams is that every possession mattered to them. Every game mattered to them. And I know we're good again, and it's great to be good again. But, you know, just fast forwarding, we're not ready. To me, we weren't even competitive last night. And that's a huge red flag If we're competitive and we lose, I can live with it. I can be all right. But the fact that we went out the way that we did, it made me feel like we were complacent. We were mailing that game in, and we were ready to play game three in the garden. And that's that's my issue. That's my little rub that
3: I'm uncomfortable with that. And, and you, you see, know what, Nick? That I am 1,000% in disagreement. If we would have lost mm-hmm. last night by six or seven, I would have said, hey, good game. But that's right. how I started this, believe it or not. We, we, we win the first game by four and then lose the second game by the second half, by the second quarter, the game was over. I stopped watching.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. I did.
3: I just stopped watching because i like, it's a blowout and this shouldn't be happening because you stole the thunder in game one. Yes, it would have been great to win game two, but even if you showed a competitive balance, exactly. I would have looked at game three a little different. Now I'm looking at game three like, Man, they waxed us that bad in game two. Man, we better come without A-plus game. I don't give a shit if we're playing at the Garden or the Sambo Bowl or Saudi Arabia. We better come ready to play because they put a waxing on us. Guys, they had us in every category except two. <laughs> you think that's going to change just because of the court? We better come without our <laughs> ah.
1: Well, I agree I'm, with
3: that. I'm not giving up. Don't get me wrong, guys. But now we're in right, a point right, where right. now we have to win game three. The way they have to right. win game two, right. we have right. to win game three. Right. That's without
1: question. I agree with that. Yeah, but, but dog, and, and, this and, is and see,
3: that's the saying.
1: way it, I feel like... it, But that's the whole thing, Nick and Nader, because my whole thing is it, it's, it's not – I think the whole adage of home court and. You know home court advantage that I don't think it has an, enough uh, luster like it did twenty thirty years ago. Like you know we've seen a couple of teams win on the road and in, in the NBA. It seems like half the teams in hockey win on the road. Every you know this last night was uh, case in point: Rangers and, and and Jets. The the whole point is today's athletes are so well traveled. Like you know you was talking about how you and Don were military or former military. Like, a lot of these cats are so well traveled by the time they got the age 13 and 14. before The previous generation before that wasn't really traveling at the rate these cats are. So going on the road ain't nothing. So I don't know this home court event. It's just going to be loud. I don't think it's going to fade the calves. I don't see that. I, I just don't. Um, because I think it, across the board, AAU, you know, college, they travel all the time. They fly in Hawaii for yeah. tournaments. Like, a lot of these cats yeah. are always... Always on the go, so they kind of look forward to it. I don't know. I I can't make no excuses what the Knicks did last night. Ain't shit to do in Cleveland, to be honest with you. But that's no excuse to (laughs) lay an egg in the second quarter. So, you know, my whole thing is they do got to come out in game three. I agree with you that on Don, whether it's a home game or a road game, they just got to show up for game three and execute. And
0: and see, that's where that's exactly why I'm uh, one thousand percent in agreement with with Nickinator, and as well as this. Let's put it. Let's put it. In, you know, into a full perspective. Donovan Mitchell is going home. He's going to his hometown into the, into the arena. He wanted to play in all offseason, and going to be playing in front of his family. Game three, the, the Garden's going to be a mess, but it can it can turn into a ghost town just like that if Donovan Mitchell get, you know starts to feel it early, and yeah. and we can be in a in a world of hurt if we're down two one going into Game four. But that's yeah. neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, uh, I, you know what, let's, let's move on to the other series because I think that, um, we, we just spent, we just spend hours on, on on the Knicks right now. So let's just talk about what's going on in, in the other series. Um, I have been paying attention. I don't know why I've been paying attention to this one, but Brooklyn and Philadelphia, um, and it's going as planned. Steve,
1: any thoughts on that one? No any thoughts, man. Going as planned. I, I'll say you got some meat on the bone. It's going as planned. <laughs> <laughs> the the net.
4: Listen, the nets since the trade, the nets are a very likable team. I got to tell you, they're young, they're feisty. I like Jacques Vaughn. Uh, Macau seems to be coming into his own, and the kid Cam Johnson is. He was talented all along, but they're getting opportunities they weren't getting in Phoenix. They're getting touches they weren't getting in Phoenix, and and those kids are kind of coming into their own. I find them real interesting. Nick Claxton. Very good, solid young big. He's, he's not going to be able to keep up with Joel. I mean, that's probably the MVP of the league. So, you know, you kind of acknowledge that mismatch. But Nick Claxton, very good, young, talented big. Um, I like the Nets, man. I, I find it weird to even say that out loud. But since the trade, I really like the Nets. Now, I don't see them advancing, right? And I think that maybe... Two players, two bona fide players away, a point guard and just a rebounder, honestly. But I think that's a good team in Brooklyn, and I think they're gonna they're gonna compete against Philly. I don't know if they, I don't think they're advancing past Philly, but I think they're gonna give them a good series. Interesting, Dom. Game
0: one, game one, Philadelphia one twenty one one hundred one. Game two, ninety six to eighty four. So far, it's going as planned. How are you seeing it?
3: You could put a ball on this one but I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in agreement with Nick because you think about something, guys. In February, after the trade deadline, if if we were to sit here and say the Nets lost Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and we don't know what the hell's up with Ben Simmons, but let's throw him in there. Let's say February 18th, if any one of us on this line would have said they were going to be a sixth seed, we'd be lying. We'd think we we might have said play-in team. We might have said that. So, again, they exceeded. And like Nick said, they are fun to watch. I love Mikel Bridges. I think
2: mm-hmm. I think he mm-hmm.
3: knows that. He, he's just a ball player. You could put mm-hmm. him on the Baghdad bullies. He's going to give you 82 <laughs> games, 16 points, 10 rebounds, some solid defense. No matter where he's playing, he's going to be Mikel Bridges. So, yes, they're fun to watch, but they're, they're just too overmatched in this series. And, the, the Nets are in a pickle with this Ben Simmons thing. You know, what do you do? You, you pay this guy his $43 million and tell him to sit home. I, I don't know. But it's embarrassing now. And, guys, I was a defender of Ben Simmons. I can't was defend I. this no more. Yeah. Yeah. I can't defend yeah. this no more. And he has an ascending contract. Not a descending, <laughs> an <laughs> ascending contract. So, they, they got to do something with this because he's holding up a spot and he's not doing jack. So, I, I, I mean, all, a lob, you so know, so. Praise, praise the net that they made the 6C, but they're, they're done. They're going home. They won't win a game. They'll you make it fun they, to watch. They but they won't win all
4: right. all right. Let me ask you this. Just blend it out because they have the assets to do, and there have been some rumors about Cap. If Cap made his way to Brooklyn, what do you
3: think? Hmm. <sighs> I, I think they Yeah, they probably could get rid of Claxton and a couple of pieces. That would be, you know. Again, you again, have to. You, been, you have to pair. You class. You, That's the word. Yeah, sorry, you sorry, haven't been moving. with boss. But I was a, I was a big proponent of the Knicks getting Cat. Everybody, you really? know, he, mm-hmm. he didn't get along with him, but though He was a kid. We all make mistakes when we're kids. I always right. thought that if we got Cat, and if you think if we got Cat, if we got Brunson, that we had Randall, and R.J. Barrett now becomes Catwoman. We we be in a good position. <laughs> I, I, Jesus I, 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 Christ, come on! No, that part. Well, you know, go. <laughs> can, <laughs> he can't be Alfred on this team. He definitely not, not at be all. Alfred not time. at all. No, sorry. I'm not at all.
2: He's, 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 he's um.
0: We'll just call. we we'll just make him Jarrell or something. Just a dead Superman's dad. I don't know, man. <laughs>
3: uh, gotta be. You got to
2: be a DC comic. <laughs> uh, there you go. Apple, Apple, Apple. They have the assets, right? They have the assets. Morgan Freeman. Hey
3: will be Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh shit! It's, it's, it's just a running joke with me and Steve.
0: <laughs> Lucius Fox. and fuck it. <laughs> anyway, uh, live. Hey, anything you want to add? Anything you want to add to Philly, Brooklyn, or do you want to move on to the next series?
2: I mean, I mean, look, you know, like, 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 I'm looking at Philly Brooklyn and, and, and hoping that 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 a that a a, a, a a three and D guy fall out the the, the woodwork. You know what I'm saying that's the, that's the only thing I'm looking for, man. I, I think that's that's one of the you know Dom and Cat, you know, the Cat thing is a is a ooh, and, and he'll come he'll come through with, with the Knicks looking looking the way they do right now. You know what I'm saying? But um. I, <laughs> Again, this is a sweep. The broom is out. The broom is out. It's it's done deal Records. You know what I'm saying? It's it's nothing left of here. You know, like like I mean, what are we watching? You know what I'm saying? Like like I mean, we are watching the the ascension of uh, uh uh quickly, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, he's he's playing. He is killing them by his. Keep Kim, keep Cam Thompson. I don't want him. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it, they, they, that, that's a sweep, right? Wow. all
0: right. So let's since since we're talking about sweeping in Philadelphia, Brooklyn, let's keep the brooms out for another one because um, we're going to talk about the Boston Celtics, Atlanta Hawks series. Boston's up two games to none. Um, pretty much have been handling handling um, the, the Hawks like crazy. Gentlemen, do you agree that the the broom is still going to be out for this one? Or Steve, what do you think?
1: No, I'm, I'm I'm gonna keep it real light so you guys could uh you know, you know, you know fill out. But uh no, I mean Boston's gonna win. I I, I think I said in six. Uh, it could be in five, but you know don't you know you got to take it game by game. But Boston's the better team, so it's Boston. No matter how many games how you slice and dice it, they're gonna beat the Atlanta Hawks. I'll leave it at that. Uh, Dom,
3: a sweep, I, I, or, is
0: it, or, or is Atlanta going to make it a series?
3: They ain't going to make it a series. <laughs> and I guess I have to retract what I said last week, if you all remember. <laughs> I said I thought Atlanta would give them a run for their money. Nah. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I <laughs> that. I got that one. Yeah, this nigga barked ass. Yes, I guess
2: you did. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> did.
0: <laughs> I was waiting for that because I was waiting for that because like because I when I said it. Boston's gonna eat them alive, and he's like, no, nah, they gotta get them a the series. They're gonna get a series. All right. I started watching.
2: I'm like, what's nah, started. I, like, the, 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 I, you know, I, yeah, they, they look. Like, look, the Hawks could have gave them a series, man. I, you know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah, it ain't I, they are not uh, My
3: bad, i I, it, baby. Uh, I, I just I simply i I stand corrected. i I blew that one. they're done not,
2: they win, they one i game. mean i mean i mean look, they 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 look like they could have did something a game, right they look horrible. watch your man uh premium headline killing him like like he's twenty four points, like not that he's not capable, you know what I'm saying, but it's like it's like Jesus Christ. Now they, they got twenty off the bench with 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 with, with, with and and now y'all letting him come in and ain't nobody scared of no Trey Young, right? So it's, 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 it's you know I, you you thought that I thought they was gonna they was gonna get two out of that. I did two dogs. so I, I rock with you, baby. It's all good. I thought they was gonna get two, but they looked They look bad. The killer thing is, is that the,
0: in both games, though, series, the games were over by the second quarter in, yes. in, both, in, yes. both, in both games. And, yes. it, and it looks like Atlanta, Atlanta is so overmatched in almost every – in every statistical mm-hmm. category, in every single position – um, you can pretty much put the Boston bench to play all 48 minutes in game three, and they could probably make it a more interesting game. Uh, um, and, and, and maybe Atlanta might have, a, might have a chance, but even then, that's it's, 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 it's one of the stretch. Nick and Nader,
4: your thoughts on that one? It's, it's interesting because I actually thought that – no, I don't know. I I find them interesting because <laughs> when we
1: last spoke, right –
4: I had a moment where I didn't want to give a prediction, and it was because I was scared that the Hawks would beat us, and I didn't want to even put that in the universe. And wow. I don't know if you guys remember that prediction time came around at the end of the show, and you guys were asking. I didn't offer a prediction. I kind of waffled about it and, and, and moved on. Um, and we did lose, obviously. But now, fast forward to today, I'm so happy to say that I see them getting swept, man. I, I
3: the the yeah. first.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, the, the first game was. I see the Nets having a better chance against. Philadelphia than I do the Hawks ah, with, wow. with Boston. They're just I see them outmatched across the board. I, I just that I don't yeah. see any chemistry on that team. I don't see, you know, I don't see all the things, all the hallmarks of, of a of a good team ready to win. I don't see none of that in Atlanta. I think they're just combobulated and they just it's just a matter of time. That's great. Yeah, nah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That first game <laughs> yeah. they, they shot seventeen percent from three. Like that's bananas for them, <laughs> right? That's just nuts, man. That's
2: nuts. I mean I mean they they battery is swag, dude. Like 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 who play, who who does that? Like 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 who plays like that? Like like it's you know, it's how far that pick and roll gonna going go affect a team. And if you got a, a, a good coach, he's gonna be able to get around that. You know what I'm saying? In a seven game series and even laid it to y'all like in in the first two quarters of each game, get out of here. It's, it's fine. It's ah, it, oh, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I I, I not uh, the shooter. They got they got a, they got a little shooter on there, right that they might be getting rid of on the offseason, right? We need shooters, man. <laughs> we need shooters though. Hey, maybe maybe it might be a little fallout from that too. Joe
4: right. Missoula that's Joe Mazzulla is just gonna press cruise control. You know, when you're in the car, you press cruise control, and you just kind of relax for like <laughs> the next thirty miles or whatever. that's that Joe Mazzulla's in cruise control, bro. It's not even. He doesn't have to coach that game. Just the talent across the board is going to beat their talent across the board. So I don't, yes. I don't even think twice about that series. That's crazy. That's crazy.
2: And and uh, and, and Bo- uh, who 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 co- 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 coaching um the, the Atlanta? Bull and it, right? Snyder. Atlanta. No. That's Atlanta. Atlanta. Is Quinn, Quinn Snyder, Snyder on their bench? Quinn yeah, the coach. Is he is. Oh, no, no, serious. no, he is, he is, he is, he is, he is. I, I, you know, like, like, I just got, like, I don't see it, I, like, he's getting killed, right. like, 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 I mean, are they that bad, like, like, you know, I mean, they, they hope, they see them, I guess, speak for it, man, like, Jesus Christ. Like,
0: uh, <laughs> With that being said, let's move on to the final matchup of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks, as we currently speak, are playing the Miami Heat, they're, Currently killing the Miami Heat, seventy-seven to forty-six, in the second quarter of in Game Two of their series. Um, Now in Game One, um, Milwaukee kind of got punched in the mouth a little bit. Um, You you know, losing um, Greek Freak and you know losing Game One, but it seems like the the universe has corrected itself here on this one. Um,
2: Steve,
1: your thoughts? I don't know. I'm not even watching the game tonight. Is Giannis playing? I mean, that's the only question I really have. Is he playing? He's not, uh,
3: he's not playing. He's not no. playing.
1: No. And he, and they're killing him? Wow. Um,
3: yeah. No. Wow. This this is crazy. And my, and Miami's pulling a. Well, Miami's, Miami's pulling
4: just,
1: Knicks. They won that first yeah, game. Bro, they just want to get back home. I, I probably I probably would probably still see. Man, that's that's it's almost a, 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 even matchup now if Giannis is not there. Let me. I gotta think about that. But I would still probably give the edge to the Bucks. It changes everything, though, to be quite honest with you. So, well, the, I don't know when heat
4: he's coming back. Hero. Right? The Heat lost hero, no? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, good good. So, yeah. So, that's, that, that's a that that's little that's bit of
1: it. Yeah, yeah. now you've got to play Duncan Robinson. Those he's not as good on defense. So, yeah, yeah I'm know, going to still probably go with the I know
4: Gabe ball. Vincent stepped up, but that's not going to be a normal thing, right? Like, Gabe Vincent gave them a hell of a first game, but that's not going to be a regular thing. So, I don't know how they replace that offense. That's another series. I think it's just a matter of time, despite Giannis. Especially yeah, just
0: justin just holiday. Um, he's already got nineteen nineteen four and four going into you know um, into halftime. And while you halftime. know
3: yeah.
0: they're going into halftime, and then lopez got seventeen and three. Um, and you know, so he's you know they're getting their production from their key spots. Um, I mean, I, I figured. I figured, you know, Milwaukee would have swept them. but Then again, we didn't know who they were going to play because, you know, we were thinking Chicago, we were thinking here, we were thinking there, whatever. But, Dom, real quick, um, Milwaukee and Miami, what are you thinking?
3: Miami was lucky to get that one game. True Holiday is the best two-way guard in the, in the NBA. He proves mm-hmm. it year after year, playoff after mm-hmm. playoff. And Miami's culture is shot. I told you all this two and a half years ago. If the Knicks would have signed Kyle Lowry, the NBA would have lost their mind. Oh, the Knicks signed a fifty-five-year-old point guard. Well, now you got a thirty-million-dollar point guard coming off the bench. They got to regroup. Their culture thing is shot. Bam, out of is not a center. The wheels have come off that. If they didn't have Jimmy Butler, they wouldn't even have been a playing team. They're done. Mm-hmm. 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 Lost you know, <laughs> like, 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 you know, and
2: then watch this win. When is John is gonna be back from a tailbone injury? Right? They might. They might sit him out. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I mean, we 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 forgot Brooke Lopez was 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 damn near all star back in the day when when they were still backing cats down um in the paint. You know what I'm saying? That dude is a beast. I I I didn't even think it was fair that they had him. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's almost cheating him. To hang ain't it. You know what I'm saying? So you know, and and and, and like, like 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 you know. J- you know Drew Holiday is top one, top two, right? Going right. point, right? Pound for pound, you know what I mean? I mean Jesus. So that that that's done too. That that's done. And, and Haru, I, I, I love Haru's game, like. And they don't have him. It's a wrap. It's a wrap.
4: All right. So Nick and Ada, any <laughs> thoughts on this on this series? The, I'm sorry, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Heat. Yes. Yeah, I, I, it's it's another one that's a formality for me. I understand that Giannis hurt <laughs> his backbone, but I don't think that the Miami Heat recover from losing Hero. I think that's just too much offensive firepower for to, for them to even be competitive without him. So I think it's just a matter of time, much like the Atlanta, Atlanta Celtics series. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so. Um, we're going to do the Western Conference,
0: you know, I'm pretty much in one fell swoop. Um, so far, um, l- looking over the you, know, the, you know, the standings and everything, you know, the Lakers taking game one in Memphis. Um, you know, that was big for them. They needed to earn the split. Uh, Memphis took care, um, took care of business tonight. They went by 10, 10393 to tie the series up to head back to L.A. Uh, Tied 1-1. Um, Denver, Minnesota, um, Formality to me, I think I'm going to bring the, you know, the broom for that one. Maybe Minnesota might squeeze in the game here and there. Um, Sacramento-Golden State so far is the most interesting series in the Western Conference to me. Um, just because I'm surprised Sacramento's even there. Um, he, despite the fact that they had a great season. Um, but to take out the Warriors in the fashion that they've been doing so, so far... I mean, it's cr- it's crazy. One twenty six, one twenty three in game one. 114-106 in game two. Right before they head back to fr- the Frisco on on the twentieth, and, and it should be an interesting series. Um, and the last one, Phoenix and, and the Clippers um, series tied at one. Not a big shocker. The Clippers needed that needed to earn a split to kind of make this competitive. Steve, what are you? Th- any surprises in the Western Conference? Any, any anything that you know that stick up to you? Surprises,
1: um, maybe that uh, – uh, I, 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 I know it's the Golden State Warriors, and they had a terrible road record. I thought they at least got at least one out of the two. And I know Steph Curry had the bad shot at the end of the game to at least get into the overtime. But uh, I'm not surprised because, I mean, Sacramento is a very good team this season. But, you know, it is the Warriors. So I kind of expect them to bounce back. But outside of that, uh, the Lakers getting the split is almost like the situation with the Knicks. They're playing in Memphis. Ain't shit to do doing in Memphis, right? They probably just want to get the fuck out of there and go back to L.A. You know what I mean? So that's how I look at that series. Whether John, and it's crazy, right, Dom? Like, we talk about how the Grizzlies last year was very good without John Morant. And he didn't play tonight, and they win. When he plays, he, they, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like almost they don't miss a beat. But, yeah, uh, no surprise. Uh, the Clippers' Sun series has been um, – Quite interesting, um, it like it like Clippers. They're, they're, that's the team you can't never bank on. They're like Santa Claus, man. Like you don't know if he really exists, if they're really real for real or not. So, um, and then also, I, you know, Denver's going to beat Minnesota. So that's how I look at the West. So, um, but no shockers, and I would even say no surprise. I'm not really surprised that Sacramento is up to nothing, but I think the Warriors, the Warriors will uh, respond. Um. um...
0: With that being said, Sacramento being up two zip, um, do the Warriors bounce back and in in, in make it a series, or you know, is it the, is this the end of the ride for them?
3: Hmm. I'll I'll say because of my undying love for Steve Kerr, which is actually the opposite. I hope they get swept. <laughs> Dr- Draymond Green has proven once again he can be a giant distraction. And I think the best I think the best series is Phoenix and the Clippers as much as that sounds crazy. Denver's gonna sweep Minnesota. Lakers and Memphis might be a good series, but I don't I don't see neither one of them advancing after this round, whoever wins in this round. So yeah, Phoenix, LA, Sacramento. I hope Golden State gets swept, but they might win one at home. And we all know I started the show off, guys. they They lost 31 games on the road this year. I mean, come on. We think that was just going to change overnight? I mean, I love the way the pundits are saying Andrew Wiggins. Like, you know, it's Jerry West coming out the locker room. I like Andrew Wiggins, (laughs) but is is, is that guy? I mean, I don't know. So, yeah, it's going to be Denver and Phoenix, I think, play the next series maybe, I think. or no, L.A. So I think the best series right now again guys is Phoenix and the uh, and the Clippers. All right.
0: Live any uh, any thoughts on the Western Conference?
3: I yeah. I you
2: know you know you know that you know they're going to let LeBron get get at least second round. So um that's, that's a wrap right there. Um Suns and Clippers is worth watching. That that that's worth watching. Um I could already see the the, the Wiggins memes with uh with with the homie from the Heat he looking 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 real suspicious. You know what I'm saying? Like he's soft, man. He's not gonna he's not gonna be able to get his mind right back in time for to to do nothing in that series. So um, that, that's a wrap. So I mean I mean really again, man. I'm I'm so wrapped in in, in my Knicks man and in, in my in my Patrick Ewing jersey and my 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 my, my retro. Uh, <laughs> Nick Cat. you know what I'm saying? I, I, I really I really care not about the West. Like I'm, I'm I'm looking at the East for potential victims. That's what I'm looking for. So, um, I want to get out of this. Yo, better
0: not be crispy, homie. I'm just telling
2: you that crispy. Yeah, that shit's not be crispy. <laughs> throw Throwback Mitch Wines, mustard stains from from a uh, 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 Reggie Miller hitting. Um, hitting the three, one of his last games in the dome. Okay, authentic and dusty. You know what I'm saying? Damn, they can't fit? You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no New Jersey, my man. No New Jersey. All, all these bandwagon cats. I know you've seen it, Steve, and I've seen it. All of a sudden, the playoffs is there and everybody, can we get, can, can we get a, a anvil dropped on Stephen A? Can, can we do that? Like, 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 <laughs> what is, what, what is he doing? What is he doing? He's he the last motherfucker to run up on, on the bandwagon. He's still, he's still reaching. You understand what I'm saying? And even the late bandwagon is, is, is smacking him. I hate that dude. I can't stand. I'm like, yo, son, you are not your hairline. You, your hairline, and, and Derek White. You all three of y'all. Beat it.
0: Now, live, is it really fair to say that he's not a Knicks fan, considering that, you know, he, you know, he, he grew up in Hollis, you know he he, he covered the t- he never covered the team because he covered um Philly really mostly, you know during the AI era, and you know he has to be impartial and he has to be he has to play a role on that you know on that network. So, is it really fair to say that he's not a Nick fan, or is or or, or we all just gonna pull out his is his, his msg pass?
2: Abs abs, son. Look at your house, my man. It's. It's all over the cable TV, D. Look at your birthday cake, dog. Look at look at all look at your life, my man. Hey, you asking me? Is he a fucking diehard? Is he a fan? No, he's not. He's not. You can't. You can't look. I got one. I got. I got. I got, I got six, seven football jerseys, right? I got one basketball jersey. Well, one kind. I got one kind, Knicks. That's it. It's a wrap. And even when we suck, I talk about we sucking with Knicks fans. I don't. I don't get on national television, right? And, and wait till the playoffs. The done my orange. Get, he's done. He's done. I'm, I hate that dude. I, I can't stand him. New York pass revoked. You from Wisconsin, my man? Beat it. Get out of Damn. here. <laughs> Damn. Uh Ader, I don't know if
0: you share that same sentiment, but um anything you've seen in the Western Conference that you know that, that, that you know, that kind of you know, tickles your fancy.
4: I think the Memphis and Lakers series could get interesting. I don't know. It's just if LeBron I don't ever want to count him out, I don't care that he's a hundred years old. Um, <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies, I don't take they're talented but I don't take them serious because they just they, they just seem young and immature, and they, they gotta. I just have to see them be focused, and I don't see that. That's just me. So I think that series could be interesting. The best series out west is, like Dom said, I think uh, I think Dom was one that said it, is that Phoenix and Clippers series. I think that's the best series. Uh, what's going on between Russell Westbrook and KD is hilarious. It's good to watch. It's good TV. It's fun. So that that series interests me. Minnesota is trade fodder. They're just waiting for it to all be over. It's almost like when you're with that, that girl that you know you're going to leave her and she knows you're going to leave her. It's just like you're waiting for the, the the right day to just like, all right, this is over. That's, that's how I look at that Minnesota team. I think Ant-Man is interesting, but everybody else on there is a trade piece. So, um, like, and that's what, it's <laughs> like, uh,
0: it's, it's like it's like you, you the way you said it it's almost like you don't wanna break up with her for on her birthday, you don't wanna do it on mother's day you 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 just made it for like that you <laughs> that 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 cut that cushion right there,
4: yep that's exactly it like it's that that one they're gonna go out quietly like on a on a Thursday night or a Wednesday night. They're just gonna go out quietly and it'll be over and you'll forget that they were every in the playoffs. The Timberwolves that whole scenario is a nightmare. Um I'm literally watching our boys play right now, I'm watching the replay of the Knicks in the Cleveland series and it's in the second quarter. It's twenty four to twenty six with nine minutes to play and it just all falls apart from this point. I don't know why I just said that. I'm a Knicks fan, I just want to really share that. Um what's the other series <laughs> top there? To we got Minnesota what? and and Denver, that's whatever. Uh, I do think the Clippers and the Suns are the best series, and I'm interested in what happens with L.A. Uh, I can't even think about who else is out there right now. Sacramento Golden State? What's that?
0: Sacramento Golden State?
4: Oh, the the, the Warriors are done. They might get swept. Uh, Draymond is up to his foolishness. Uh, Jordan Poole is Cam Thomas from the Nets. Doesn't play any D is awesome, gifted offensively, but guess what? Since he's gotten paid, he's mailed it in, right? you got guys like Steph, and and even with Dollar, who's 100 years old, and they're serious about it, and Jordan Poole hasn't realized, you know? So whatever Jermaine Wiggins is going through, you know, God bless, but they're done. This is the end of, of,
1: uh, yeah, I'm going
4: to say this is the end of their dynasty here. the, The Golden State dynasty ends here and ends against Sacramento, who has a really good team. Keegan Murray is talented for a rookie. He's got all the tools. Uh, Sabonis has always been a good player. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is amazing, bro. He, he reminds me of Kevin Johnson, where he plays at one speed. He can do. He can go to the rim. He can shoot. Right, like he, I, I think he's a special player. So I, I think it's just too much, and I think the Kings advance, and this is pretty much the end of uh, the dynasty in Golden State. Wow, that's a bold yep. statement. That's a bold statement. With that being said, I'm standing
0: on it. Wow. Kudos to you. I mean, hopefully hopefully it is. I'm really hoping that it is. So, with that being said, guys, let's go on for final thoughts. Steve, if you will, lead us off, sir.
1: Yeah, man, nothing else to add. I'm looking forward to watching uh, Game 3 on Friday and see if we can bounce back and win and watch the rest of the NBA uh, playoffs and chopping it up with you guys on Twitter. Uh, Shout-outs to Live and Dom and Nickinator and, of course, you, have And definitely, uh, on your final thoughts, let us know uh, how everything went uh, with the uh, the rendezvous with the OmniFan. And uh, let's go next. Bleed blue.
0: Bleed blue all day, every day. Dom, um, your Omni final fan thoughts the – OmniFan
1: girls are great, bro. I, the
4: OmniFan girls are great. They've invited me to several events. A lot of fun, those girls. Love those girls.
0: Love you, James, Jazz. Um Dominic, your final thoughts, bro.
3: Uh. Steve Kerr is going to become the GM. Atkinson is going to become the coach. Warriors are going to regroup. I'm with Nick. Their, their run is over. But before we go, on behalf of be loving Steve, Steve, we have to ask Nick and Nader, who is the better left-handed duo? you got to answer oh, quick, yeah. Nick and Nader. A you, you, you ask him. You who ask is the him. better you, left-handed you duo? Wait wait, 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 wait. Aaron Fox, Sabonis, Brunson, Randall. you got to answer quick, and we're at final thoughts. Again, Steve, I love y'all guys there. Keep up the good work. It's on you, Nick. Answer the question.
4: Sabonis Fox.
3: Ah.
2: Without even blinking,
4: Without even blinking. You put me under pressure. I'm going to let you know. Sabonis and Fox. Jalen is amazing. It really is. Um, I think his heart, I think Jalen's heart is what separates him from a lot of players in this league. He doesn't back down. He's not a shrinking valley, which makes him great for New York. I had my reservations about picking him up, only because I had issues with direction in general. I didn't think the pieces were here to make a run. Clearly, they've proven me wrong. Uh, Jalen's been amazing. I think he's the reason why we've had the success that we've had. No disrespect to Randall. I think Randall's solid, good player. But when it comes to De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, Sabonis, you got a big that can pass. You got a big that can look over, and they don't they don't bury him in the paint. They got him out by. Uh, the elbow, they got him out by the foot. He, he's you know, he's he's like a point guard. So Sabonis is a really good passer. I love that. I love a big that can pass as much as like his pops. And, and the hammer fox, like I said earlier, comparing him to Kevin Johnson, the guy's uh, dynamic. He can finish at the rim. He can shoot. And he plays one speed, and it's 100 miles an hour. And he pressures you to keep up. And a lot of people can't keep up. So that's, that's why I'm siding with them as far as those two lefties. All
0: right, all right. Very good insight there.
2: Live, your final thoughts. Um, Let's let's go next. Hoping that the warmth of the garden, um, it makes a soft landing place for uh, quickly and Grimes and and R.J. We need need some production from them guys. Things and McBride fighting. If he get too crazy, we need game. We need this game. Let's go next.
1: Kenny Walker, Mark Jackson, Cassie Russell, <laughs> no Christie. <laughs> wow. You know what's funny? You know.
0: You know what? You know what's funny? You, you, none, of, none of you mentioned Chris Childs. None of you mentioned Chris Childs. And and let me Son. just say, I met that I met that man yesterday. I actually met Chris Childs. He's a really cool dude. Um, he mm-hmm. mm-hmm. talks a lot. Of, he still talks a lot of shit. He put on some weight, you know, since his playing days, but you know. Um, really cool. Boy, Love, but hey, I lost mine. Trust me. You don't believe me. Ask Steve, you knows how, you, how much I used to weigh, but, um, no, um, you know, for my final thought, um, shout out to Jen and jazz, the Knicks me fan. Um, thank you so much for, you know, for the wonderful evening that I had last night at Mustang Harry's. Um, you know, we had a great time. Um, the, the, the bar was, was awesome. It was split in two because, you know, half the, you know, half the bar is watching the Ranger game. Uh, half the bar is watching the Knick game. Um, you know, we're cheering everybody on. Um, lots of great, you know, shout-outs to all of those guys, um, you know, that came down. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy. Um, Jen and Jazz, as always. Thank you so much for having me. I, um, you gotta look them up. Um, Knicks Nomi fans—they're—they're—they're they're, they're usually everywhere, but they are always having these great events. With a lot of prizes, a lot of a lot of you know great fans, and um, oh, shout out to the Mad Hatter because you know my boy was there. He didn't even know I was there. I just snuck up on him, and he's just like, "Oh shit!" and everything. Um, and of course, to my lovely wife Julie, you know, you know for you know, for putting up with my stupid ass. I got I got really hammered last night, so. Um, Good man. Yeah, I got. Um, so, as always. Nickelbacker Ave on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This has been the Nickelbacker fan forum. Thank you very much for downloading and listening. Thank you to Dominic Steve and of course live and the Nick to all our, all our great stakeholders. Um, shout out to Ranger Proud. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to highlight him once, um, you know, at this point during the, during the playoffs because, you know, what I saw in the Ranger game last night was, uh, I I, I, I was, I was amped. I was so amped, you know, just just watching that game. And um, you know, shout out to you know if you if you haven't done so already, um, the rink is on Tuesdays. The 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 dugout is still on Mondays, right, Steve?
1: Um, no. Right now we're just um, freelance recording on Sundays until the NBA and NHL playoffs is over. But that's kind of random. So we did a past episode. Shout outs to uh, Susie Proff from Bleeding Yankee Blue. We talked to a lot of Yankees and a lot of AL East and uh, NL Central, and uh, I think AL, uh, AL Central as well. We talked pretty much around baseball, so yeah, we caught up on baseball. Right. So that was uh, the hey, past hey, Sunday.
3: Av, hey, Av, Av. yes, sir. I'm on. I'm on my third leg. I hit Miami, Atlanta. Next stop, Yankee Stadium. So if oh, any of y'all, shit. Around, I hit you up. Let's go to the game. It should be late May, early June.
1: Hey, Dom,
3: maybe, maybe. New York and you don't hit me up, Dom. Make sure that if you are in New York, you hit me up, brother. Yes, sir. I'm going to the Yankee game. I'm, that's my third leg, and then I'll hit Baltimore and D.C. and hopefully San Francisco. That'll be my six in well, five months. Awesome. I'll be done with it earlier than five months, but the goal was six stadiums in five months. So San Francisco Damn. might be You I know what? Too- you know
0: what? <laughs> you could probably you could probably squeeze in Philadelphia if, if, if you're lucky, and you, you can get both Yankee Stadium and Citi Field, and then just swing by um, uh, Citizens Bank Park just for you know just for a spell, and then get before you head out to DC and Baltimore.
3: See, I had I've been to Philly once, so I'm trying to get to the ones I haven't been to the new Yankee Stadium, haven't been to Citi Field, so again I started in the south, now I'm heading north, but I'm gonna skip Baltimore and DC. And do the Yankees and Mets first. Definitely the Yankees first. Then I'll make another trip back to PA, City Field, and then hit Camden Yard and uh, the Nationals ballpark. And like I said, my last stop should be San Francisco, and then I'll be done for the that's year. It'll be like seven, seven and four months. That's amazing. Uh, uh,
0: uh, that's amazing. And um, you know what? Maybe Steve will get off. You know, hop on the train and, 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 and come down and meet us. And, you know. We'll do we'll do something you know real special there, but um,
3: yeah, hey, I know this this, this is David, this David lives in the Bronx, so I know I could definitely see him. Oh,
0: we'll, we'll scout scalp him a ticket, no worries. We can scalp him <laughs> a ticket. Oh, he'll probably scalp us one for,
2: for us hey, here. Let, What are we talking about?
3: Let me let me tell you something, especially for my boy Nick. When I say I'm gonna go to the game, all I need is a thumbs up from any one of y'all. I will get the ticket. You just meet me there. You don't got to buy shit. You got to meet me at the stadium. Thumbs up. The, and the ticket's on me. I'll get the tickets before I even leave North Carolina. Thumbs and, up.
4: And, bro, listen, all of my friends that I grew up with and the projects there on, on Western Avenue, they're all scalping in front of the stadium. So trust me, I got a plug if you need one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Already making already connections, I have already making connections all remote connections too I should have put that out there, but I have a few friends anyway that' whole other thing anyway this yeah let's go next
0: <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> I, 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 I
0: don't wanna i don't wanna mortgage my house to go to the nick game i'm sorry hey, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um i mean i i i'm i'm gonna have to consider you know surrendering my bulldog but you know nah that's a, that's a, that's that's
3: okay i uh, i watch it at home um now, me anyway me and my- Me and my son, Nick, were going to get tickets to game four. He was going to fly from Florida. I was going to fly from NC, meet in New York, go to the Garden, and then try to make our way home on separate flights. But, yeah, he's up in the air about going to game four. So I'm not going to push that one. That's a little too hard and too quick. But if he pulls it off, I'm with him. I'll just fly from here. I won't even drive. I'll just fly. And then we'll just Uber throughout New York until so we go home. Again, I have the time, guys. I ain't got nothing to do and all day to do it. Shit. <laughs> all right, fellas, we gotta That's go, easy. man. Shit. <laughs>
1: Goddamn, We've got to go. It was an hour episode. We over time by thirty minutes. Let's
3: go. Let's go. A, hey. All right. All right. So as exactly. you know for our fellow stakeholders.
4: <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity. Sorry to cut you off like that, but thank you for having me on. I enjoyed the time on with you guys. Thanks, Nigga. Going playoffs, and I just had to revisit you boys here for this Cleveland series. Thank you for the time. A lot of fun, as always. Thank you for having us, and as always, Nick
0: Makaev on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. This has been the Nick Ave Fan Forum. Bleeding blue all day, every day, 24-7, 365. Nick
2: Makaev, out. A finger to the rest, here we go for the neck, it's
1: like... Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue. Blee blue, blee blue, blee blue.